Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, I want to break down how I go about solving problems. But before that, don't forget to pick up your free audiobook. Head over to tinyleapsbook.com, sign up for a free trial, and get yours today. Now, with that said, go ahead and make a list of all the problems you have because you are now watching Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about how I go about solving problems. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I realized as a product designer at NASDAQ, as a content creator for this podcast, as a YouTuber, as all the things that I do, one of the things I'm basically constantly doing is solving problems. And I realized the other day, you know, I don't think most people actually have a framework around how they approach a problem. I don't think most people really know what it is they do when they solve a problem. And that is so incredibly important because I think if we had a framework, if we knew how we were going to approach problem solving, then we would complain less. We would do more. We would solve issues as they arise. Like we'd feel more in control because we knew any issues that popped up, we would be able to handle. And that is the beauty of being a great problem solver, which I don't believe that I'm great, but I do believe I'm pretty good. So in this episode, I want to share uh, my framework, specifically the three different approaches that I take, uh, both at work and, and in my content creation career, I guess, whatever you want to call that, um, problems that I had to solve in college and school. These are just the different approaches I've adapted that have given me success over and over and over again when dealing with relatively complex problems. Um, so first up, actually, before I jump into that, let me just state for the record that most of your life is going to be about solving problems and the success or failure that you experience is directly related to your approach to solving that problem and and how successful you are at solving that problem. So I want to say that as a way to just really drive home the importance of getting good at solving problems, at dealing with issues rather than 
uh, just complaining about them or ignoring them. Okay. So the first way that I go about solving problems, uh, one of the things that have worked extremely well for me is just about inverting it. So what does that mean? If you have a problem, if you, if you're running into an issue, uh, one thing that works really well is to think of the opposite. I shared an article on this by James Clear the other day that, uh, that I think did a really good job of just driving this home. I shared it in the Facebook group. So if you're not in that, head over to Facebook, search Tiny Leaps, click join. Anyway, basically here's the idea. Let's say you're running into a problem with your finances. So you're spending too much money. The immediate solution to that is let's spend less money, right? But one way that you might be able to invert it and come up with a different solution is simply to think about the opposite. Well, what happens if you spend more money? Uh, well, let's, let's play that out. So you spend more money, uh, you'll be in more debt or you know, you're not really solving the problem in any way. Okay, well, if I were to spend more money, how would I go about dealing with that? Well, I'd have to put a very strict uh, just cap on how much I can spend. So if I currently spend 100 and I want to increase my spending to 120, I'd have to put that cap on there and be very strict about it because if I'm spending more, I have to make sure I know how much I'm spending. Okay, so that's good. Well, I still, you know, have the issue of spending too much. And now I'm saying I'm going to spend more, but now I'm paying attention to how much I'm spending. And by doing that, I'm probably going to end up spending less. So do you see how, you know, in a very simple example, and I, I probably didn't do a great job of, of walking through it, but you were spending too much initially because you didn't know where your money was going. You weren't tracking how things were exiting and entering your bank account. You weren't really paying attention. And so you ended up spending too much consistently. Now, if you were just to say, hey, I'm going to spend less, that's the solution. Yes, but it's probably not a great long-term solution. If you go the opposite and play that out and say, hey, what if I spend more? Well, what would need to happen in order for me to spend more and be comfortable with that? Well, I'd need to pay closer attention. And so now you're paying closer attention. And as a result, you'll probably spend less. Like, boom, problem solved. It's much more permanent. It's the better solution because you're paying attention. You're not just making a statement and it works. So when you run into issues, sometimes if you think of the opposite and allow that to play out, if you think of what is the last thing I would do to solve this problem and allow that to play out, it can help. It can allow you to think of solutions to the other problems that get created by that opposite solution, which sometimes becomes the better solution. I know that's a little confusing, but trust me, it works and it works really well. Um, so the second thing that I do is I, tr I try to break it down because one of the things I've realized is that whenever I can't solve a problem, it's because I don't actually know what the problem is. And I know that seems a little silly, but uh, bear with me here. Most of us, I think, run into problems and we immediately start reacting. We, uh, we get upset, we get frustrated, we you know, start complaining, we whine, we do all of these things. We go into react mode when we hit a problem, when we run into a problem. We very rarely take the time to figure out what exactly is this problem? Like, what are the key components of this problem? What is it made up of? And what I've come to learn is that you can't solve something if you don't know what it is. So if you take the time to, instead of reacting emotionally, just getting very analytical about it, taking out a piece of paper and writing out each component of the problem, what is happening, uh, why is it happening, how is it happening, 
who is causing it, where is it causing the biggest issue? And then just even breaking those down further into like their core things, you can realistically come up with a really good set of things that need to be solved or in an even better uh, result, you can start to find the core problems. Actually, this is this is a really good tie back. So many of you found this show through the uh, the five part series on productivity that I did, which uh, was not my content, but was something I got a lot of value out and wanted to share. One of the stories that the original author shared in that was about, you know, if you get a fly in the house, there's all of these like surface level problems that you can solve and you can kill the fly, you can clean, you can get a zapper. You can do all of these surface level things that don't actually solve the root of the problem. The root of the problem is the fact that your plants are rotting and and so it's attracting the flies. So if you get rid of the plants or if you figure out why the plants are rotting and solve that problem, then you solve all of the problems above it. And so that's what you're trying to do here. You're trying to drill down to the actual problem. You know, if you're spending too much That is a problem, yes, but why are you spending too much? Like, what is the real cause of that problem? If you can drill down to that and solve that issue, it might be, and this is jumping back to the inversion, it might be that you're spending so much because you're spending an enormous amount each year on clothes because you try to save money by buying cheaper clothes and then it rips and then you have to immediately go out and buy stuff when it's not on sale. And instead, if you had just spent more money up front for something higher quality, it would have lasted you longer. And, and that is the root problem of your spending issue is that you're not prioritizing quality. You're just trying to save money and pinch pennies on every single purchase. Like that's not a um, that's not the logical direction your brain is going to go into when you realize, hey, I'm spending too much money. Like the immediate thing is, OK, I'll cut back like that's a solution, but it's not the solution for the actual problem. So step two or advice number two is just break it down, figure out what is the actual cause here? What is the actual issue here? And if you can do that, then you have a chance to actually deal with it and solve the real problem, which will solve all of the other problems. All right. And finally, the third thing that I do is just take a break. You know, that sounds counterproductive, but one of the things I've noticed is that, especially at work, I'm running into a problem for hours and I can't figure it out. And I am done for the day, head home, don't think about it, uh, wake up the next morning, go into work, and I immediately know what to do. And that's because my subconscious is still dealing with that problem. I'm just not. This is the beauty of having a subconscious, of being a human, I guess, uh, is that we can sort of hand the work off to them. If we can't solve it, we can say, hey, deal with this and go about our lives. In order to do that, though, we have to unplug from the problem. We have to allow ourselves uh, to consciously remove ourselves from that issue so that the subconscious can take over and start to deal with it. So when you are dealing with a problem that is seemingly unsolvable, just step back, take a break, work on something else. Don't work at all. Like go hang out with your family or friends or, you know, whatever social things you do. Just chill out. And let your subconscious handle it and be confident in the fact that your subconscious will handle it. Because that's a switch I had to make a couple of years ago is in being so positive that if I am not able to deal with something, my subconscious will deal with it, that there's no anxiety around walking away. And, and that's, the, that's the core 
of that issue is if you're anxious about walking away, you're not actually walking away. Even if you do leave, you're not actually unplugging. And if you don't unplug, then your subconscious doesn't deal with it. So uh, be confident that it will deal with it. Walk away, take a break. And you might be surprised at the insights you have the next time you go to it. So with all of that said, I want to leave you with a podcast recommendation. Uh, Today's recommendation is mindfulness mode. Uh, It's by Bruce Langford. Bruce is such a good guy. He's like, I don't know, he's one of the nicest guys I know that I've met on this journey. Uh, And his show is all about how to be more mindful, how to, especially when dealing with conflict, how to be mindful when dealing with conflict, which is so valuable, especially when dealing with problems that you need to solve. So highly recommended. He's had me on the show twice now. Loved the experience. I've had him on this show. Uh, and and I, I just really think his show is doing a lot of good. So I highly, highly recommend head over, check out his show and uh, tweet at me. Let me know what you thought. Remember to take advantage of your free Audible audiobook. Head over to tinyleapsbook.com. Sign up. It's totally free, like literally costs you nothing. It helps me out with the show, but it costs you zero dollars. So literally, what do you have to lose? If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. If you are listening, thank you. If you're listening but want to be watching, head over to youtube.com slash Greg Clunas and click the subscribe button. Share this episode with one person you know. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And I just want to leave you with this. Remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day. 